2: Let your snacks be heard. Just go to frito laysnacketespnationcom to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Three ends April 3rd, 2023. Void where prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at frito
3: down, uh, I just appreciate everybody. Damn, Sam, he watch him throw the ball, we gon' pick it up You gon' let him hit the hole, or you gon' cut it off. You gon' play through fourth the long, you gon' punt it off. Your defenders have you hit us, put your pads in. Don't be looking for the ref to throw no flags in. Keep the helmet on, keep the cleats tight. You the type to one to win by any means, right? You should look alive. This is Trap or Die. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What's going on with you, Hulk? What's going on, everybody? Uh, Welcome in. Welcome back to another episode of Trap or Die podcast provided to you by 214 Media. I am your host, Molly Maul. Hand Dog Mall, Coach Mall, Jamal Forrest, all that good stuff. Um, AJ and Dre is on the way. What's going on, Monty? Appreciate you checking in. Corey, what's going on, Big Dog? Appreciate you checking in. Um, listen, man, uh, there we got some news. We finally got some news. Um, I guess I'm going to save the Super Bowl talk for when AJ and Drake get here. Uh, but I'm going to go ahead and dive right into the conversation. Um, give me two seconds. So, we have some news, man. Um, Greg Roman interviewed for the office coordinator position this past Tuesday, a couple of days. What's today, Wednesday? So, yesterday, uh, interviewed for the OC job, and now we have a confirmation, uh, from Ian Rappaport, I think, who broke the news first, that uh, Eric Bianami will be interviewing for the opening tomorrow. Um, I'm interested, man. And I think for, for all of the reasons, uh, that Ron Rivera now stick with me, um, that Ron Rivera, uh, was interested in Carson Wentz. I think there's some, it leads me to believe that Eric Bieniemy will be his guy. Um, and here's what I mean by that. I'm not comparing skill sets. But I do think that uh, Ron Rivera has this knack for believing in the people who aren't believed in, who aren't um, up to par from other people's standards, from the majority standards, and from his actions with Carson Wentz. And I, and I don't want to make a big revelation out of it, but it, like it kind of it for in my head it kind of draws some type of parallels in the sense of, um, you know, everybody, a lot of people has some negative things to say about Carson Wentz, whether they were right or wrong. Don't, that's not, that's the size of the point. But Ron Rivera was very much aware of it. Ron Rivera went against the grain and said, I don't care what any of you all are talking about. We come across Carson Wentz. Um, and while there may be some new, some nuance in that discussion, right, that um, it, it may be possible that Carson Wentz wasn't 100% his idea, I like to believe that it was. He stood on it. He got very overly emotional uh, after that Chicago game, when he mentioned, um, he stood on the table for him, right? He banged the table, he did the analytics. Um, I kind of tend to believe that that is his that's the majority of his decision. Um, I think that, uh, when you think about Eric B. Enemy, and, and let me go ahead and add in the good man Dre. What's going on with you, Dre? How you feeling?
2: It's good, Mo. How you feeling, man? Everything good?
3: Yes, sir, man. I'm, I'm doing good, big dog. I'm doing good, man. I'm glad we finally got some news on the table. Um, I was making this uh, this kind of sentiment, and in, in how obviously, as we know, um, okay, that AJ just got into, um, well, let me get let's make sure AJ set up first, um, and then we'll bring him in. But I was just making, I was like giving this sentiment that I, I had felt, uh, like the parallels from uh, Ron's decision making between Carson Wentz and the idea of Eric B. Enemy, I don't think it's, it's too distant. Um, and, and what I mean by that is not necessarily comparing their skill set. But I think that, like Ron Rivera, probably has this idea in his head that he can, uh, he can go acquire or he can believe in the people who don't or who aren't believed in. And and I think that for a lot of reasons, he took Carson Wentz. There may be some similar feelings behind the idea of taking Eric Bieniemy and saying, "I want to give you this opportunity." Um, and, and wow, everything. And and there's more nuanced discussion underneath that umbrella and underneath that conversation. I do think that uh, Rivera uh, probably sees. Eric Bieniemy, as uh, I want to be the one who believed in him, and I want to be uh, well. I want to show that I believe in him, and I want people to understand that you all messed up by not taking Eric Bieniemy and giving him uh, the freedom to do what he needs to do on that offensive side. Furthermore, the freedom to or, or the 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 proof to show that he's worth uh, being a head coach. Um, and I think AJ said it. We'll go ahead, add a man, but but what do you think about this idea of Bieniemy? i um, in Washington. I mean,
2: that's a that's a good point Maul. it's kind of like a Ron's redemption story so to speak because like you said I mean last year it may have been a little different with Carson Wentz because you know everyone already had their you know pre-populated opinions about Carson Wentz because he had just got shunned by two teams so Ron was kind of hoping for this you know I can bring this guy redemption thing and it blew up in his face so you know not only is he gonna have to get rid of Carson Wentz he also had to fire his office coordinator Scott Turner who you know another one of those risky moves that if he would look good, Ron would look like a genius. But it blew up in Ron's face. So this is kind of like Ron's last stand here. And I mean, not even with just, you know, choosing the offensive coordinator, as we all know it. This is probably Ron's last stand in the NFL at all. So Ron, he knows it. I mean, he's not not a stupid man. Even though he tries to play stupid or play us for stupid sometimes, Ron is not stupid. He knows the writing is on the wall for himself. So he has to go out with a bang in a sense. And Eric B.M. is that bang. I mean, he's the guy that, you know, he has the experience. He's been there, but he has that chip on his shoulder, that edge. And he's also coming with that kind of baggage, so to speak, even though it's not as big as Carson Wentz's baggage, but he has this baggage. You know, people are coming out saying, Why hasn't Eric Bianami gotten a job? You know, he goes on all these head coaching interviews and no one wants to hire him. So, you know, there's that behind him. So this is another thing that, you know, if it does blow up and it doesn't work, it's another this is, is Ron's last stake in the heart for him. So this has to work, but he figured, like I said. He took the chance on Carson. He took the chance on Scott Turner. Now he has to go with someone who's kind of proven. He has a great reputation as far as, you know, amongst people in Ron's age group, like the Andy Reeds and everything. And this is another reason why I think Ron is so high on Eric B as well. They come from the same era. So, you know, you know, they come from the 80s era. So a lot of people may look at Eric bien and say, oh, he's too hard on the guys. Ron probably looks at him as, "Okay, I'm used to that type. This is the coach I want on my staff. And, you know, I I can bring Eric bien on and we can have success together. So you got to think that's what he's thinking. But again, like like I just said, like you said, Maul, Ron has to know the writings of the wall. And this is his last big move.
3: What's going on with you, AJ? How you feeling, big dog?
4: I'm doing okay. The allergies starting to kick my ass. All I
3: don't like that. Clarity. Clarity. Yeah,
4: it, it just it just started though. Like that's the crazy part. But either way, I'm I'm good, man. How about y'all?
3: I'm alright, man. I, I can't complain. Uh, look, football season. It's crazy because like I I'm trying to. I don't remember ever like a time where I felt weird that football and football is continuing um xfl starts saturday like and and i, I would have thought we had like a week or two off but like we're rolling and usfl is in april um
2: so you watching these leagues more
3: i don't know i'm interested i like <laughs> it's, it's like why like I, every time i find a reason to like step away from the tv with like sports or, or at least football like they they draw me back in and um i got plans on saturday which is fine i'm going to the plans but it's like I wonder if the product is good enough to, to like make me question if I should go.
2: But you know, something that I thought about, this might be the first time that one of these alternate leads can have success. And I say that because the betting area is here, like yeah. betting is pretty much legal everywhere. So people are going to bet on these games and that's going to draw interest to these games. And eventually people are going to start picking up on some teams or liking some teams and they may have some standard success. Like I said, it's never happened before. I mean, the, the closest thing was the eighties with the USFL league, but yeah. that's coming back. Like you said, in April with the XFL. So with the betting era going on now, these leagues might have some staying power, man.
3: Look, I hope so, bro. I really do. Cause that means we are not bored or it's, let me be clear. I'm not bored from goddamn May up until, I mean, I know the finals is on, but that's the end of the NBA season. But like May up until like August, like I need, I need something. Um, I need something. AJ, we were talking about being me to me to kick things off. And I, I guess like the nature of the conversation where, where Jay was coming from and where I initiated, uh, I had an idea in my head. Well, I guess I like your overall thoughts, but I felt like in, in the way Dre kind of alluded to, like, I, I feel like the enemy could be a sense of like redemption um, uh, for, for Rivera, but also for like a B enemy moment in, in that, like I believed in him and, and look what he's doing type of deal. Similar to how uh, he was adamant that Carson Wentz was his guy uh, for the reasons that he outlined, whether or not like he was right or wrong. Um, all right. So I don't know what's going on with AJ. <laughs> right now um all right so i guess we'll i'll, I'll circle back and, and maybe um we can finish that one uh but dre uh so we know about B enemy and now we know about uh greg roman um what's your idea on roman being a, a commander oc like do you have a if it comes down to B enemy or roman do you have a problem if if roman is selected
2: no, um, I know a lot of fans have been kind of down on Roman um because of his stint with the Ravens. But I thought Roman did what you had to do, you know, as far as with Lamar Jackson, and you know, you you scheme that offense around his his skill set. That's what you know. A lot of offensive coordinators you want in a guy. Now, you know, there's certain times where you know Lamar Jackson just doesn't see the field well. I know a lot of people say, Oh, he doesn't scheme wide receivers open, but I think that's a myth. I mean, I've seen wide receivers running open. I mean, even Lamar Jackson has made big plays with wide receivers wide open, but he doesn't always see the field. That's not Lamar's strong suit. Lamar's strong suit is his legs and making, uh, plays with his legs. So uh, uh, people look at an offense like that and they See it as an indictment on the office of coordinator. I mean, it was kind of like the same thing in 2012 when we had RG3, when Kyle Shanahan pretty much created that whole offense, which is kind of new to the NFL in a sense when he came out, but he created that office for RG3. And a lot of people were pissed off with Kyle Shanahan at the time because they were saying, oh, well, RG3 could do just more than that. But as it turned out, and you see how RG3's career turned out, that was the best point in his career, probably his best path to success. So you have to kind of look at Greg Roman and Lamar Jackson's situation in the same light, like Greg Roman created an offense that really highlighted Lamar Jackson. I mean, a guy wanted MVP in this offense, So you can't just tell me that, you know, the offensive coordinator deserves no credit for any of that. or he's a, he's a bad hire. I think Greg Roman is very creative when it comes to run game schemes. He probably, he probably is the best in the business at that in in a sense. So if, but he, if he's coming in, the question is, what, what kind of off is, is this offense going to be tailored to Sam? How are you bringing a guy in? Now those are the questions I have, but I mean, you could do far worse than a Greg Roman.
3: Yeah. Like I, I think of, um, the caliber of, uh, Alex Smith, like in, in the early like Greg Roman years, like when he, when his name kind of started ringing, obviously with that San Francisco offense and, I think the best thing that kind of shows the caliber and I'm not even speaking on detail, this is all surface level. I haven't done no deep dive on Greg Roman. I'm, I I kind of understand the type of offense that he runs, but I don't I don't know it in detail, but but my point is like Alex Smith was a certain mold. He wasn't like the Tyrod Taylor um that he got in Buffalo. He he wasn't the Colin Kaepernick that he got a, a couple months later and, and 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 while the Shanahan introduced the read option to in the, the the RPO and all that stuff into the NFL like Greg Roman adapted. Um, And he's also not the Lamar Jackson. Uh, But you look at Sam Howe and you look at Alex Smith and you kind of understand that uh, both these guys have some mobility to them, but they're also not the Colin Kaepernick. They're also not the Lamar Jackson. You can find a way uh, and and, kind of have this sense of of adaptation from a a coordinator who's been able to withstand um, the, the different changes in NFL offenses for over 10 years um and 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 it's constantly been a top 10 rush offense in the nfl uh and i believe um i don't have his numbers in front of me but i'll just say top 10 rush offense and maybe top five rush offense every single time he's been a coordinator so there is some adaptation that shows from uh different types of quarterbacks that he's still going to be able to get the job done on the ground uh but but also maybe even have a better shot uh from an overall perspective now that he has some receivers that he can work with if he was to be in washington um Aj, you got the you got the floor. I, I know you've been going in and out, but uh, what's your thoughts on? We could wrap it all up in in Beanie and uh, Greg Roman, and we can continue on.
4: Yeah, I mean, I think with the Eric Beanie situation, when you see uh when you see so much, so many news outlets, especially heavy NFL insiders such as the Ian Rappinports, the Adam Schefters, you know, kind of alluding to Eric Beanie to Washington that kind of tells you everything that you need to know that this is pretty much a, a, a done deal. Uh, I think the Greg Roman thing kind of threw people for a loop, uh, but I'm expecting possibly Greg Roman to join this staff as a running game coordinator. Um, I don't really see him being added to any other staff of the new hires in the league, uh, anything of that nature. And when you typically hire your OC, you let them bring in the guys, especially a guy of uh, Eric, the enemy stature. Um, there's so many different connections there, whether it be Andy Reid and Ron Rivera relationship and voucher for EB. Um, Another tidbit is uh, Martin Mayhew and Eric bien are frat brothers, uh, Mm -hmm. part of Omega sci-fi. You know how they, how they get down (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. especially those, those black frats. Uh, So yeah, I mean, I think it's a done deal. Uh, like I stated, I just believe that Greg Roman probably joins the staff as a running game coordinator alongside E.B. Um, I don't feel like Ron is trying to uh, be uh, Superman da, 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 or anything of that nature, uh, as we've seen him do with with Carson Wentz. I just think that was a bad that was a bad take of even bringing him on board. Um, I just <clears throat> I think my main thing is I don't believe that. <clears throat> Excuse me, my bad. I don't believe that Sam is QB number one. If you're going to go all in, full court press, and interview all these OCs, and ultimately the goal was to get the Eric enemy you're just waiting to see how it played out. Whether he get the job with the Indianapolis Colts, uh, or when he was free to interview, based upon teams uh, being in the Super Bowl, not being able to interview. You're, I don't, I don't see Sam Howell being that QB one. I just can't. Uh, sit back and and think that that's Ron's plan. Like you know, your coaching career is on the line. Like you ain't even play that man during the season for real. Last game don't really count in my eyes because you playing for nothing. Um, you didn't even open up the playbook fully with him to even say like, hey, we got a good gist of, you know, how he could play. He threw the ball thirty plus times. He he ran ten times. Whatever the case is, like you ain't get none of that. And even during the season, when asked by a media reporter, you know, what's what's the deal, I guess, with the quarterback uh, situation, I don't remember the exact quote, but Ron Rivera is like, quarterback, you need a quarterback, quarterback. So if you feel like that, how can you now try to sell to us that Sam Howell's that guy? I just think he's taking a different approach than what they did last year, where they were all out in the media, kind of saying to everyone, hey, we need a quarterback. And they were so desperate that they got fleeced <laughs> by the Indianapolis Colts by taking on Carson Wentz's contract and also trading capital when he was going to be released. Uh, kind of similar to the Derek Carr situation, just it wasn't 40 million, it was 28. So um, it'll be interesting to see how this plays out after they acquire Eric Bieniemy. I expect them to be determined as the OC by tomorrow. Um, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm not believing the Sam Howell thing because it's like there's nobody else on the roster, and then if you say you're bringing in competition, it's like right now the quarterback room is not even designed to support a quarterback of Sam Howell's nature in this situation. Like there's no veteran presence. Well, ho- that- all right, yeah.
3: <laughs> I'm about to say because I think the the thing is though, because let's let's be clear. Like we we know that the quarterback room isn't done, but like I think that the, the con my bad, the context of the whole situation also was um he's given them opportunity, but he also I, matter of fact, here it is. I think when you when you give Sam How that opportunity to compete for QB one, but you're giving him like you're letting him shut out in that spot and he has to earn it. I think the, the biggest thing is understanding who that QB2 is that's going to come in here and compete. Um, but it's not I, I don't see the likes of it being like those veterans like the mid-tier or elite quarterback says you can't do that but who are the guys that you can risk coming in here that that can that can be okay serving as a backup but also compete for that starting role and, and push Heineke uh it's also weird like and, and I'll add this point it's, it's weird from a standpoint of you have a young quarterback in your building fellas if you're going to commit to a quarterback. Matter of fact, Jay Gruden said it best. I I I heard him on um 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 Ben Standings podcast. Um, he said it best. He said, if you're going to go with these younger guys, do not like, do not hide it. Do not like try to disguise it in a quarterback battle. Man, invest in the guy from start to finish. Because what are you doing if you're sharing reps with multiple quarterbacks? Because you want to figure out if, if this if this rookie or this second year guy is gonna be your guy, how about you just go all in and and figure out uh I- instead of beating around the bush from a quarterback competition? Cause odds are who do you think is gonna get it? You're not you're not gonna you're not gonna bitch uh howl at that point. Um, but but that's kind of where my head is at. Like,
4: but not- I mean we've we've also seen how quarterback competitions, quote unquote, have went under Ron Rivera. Like, so funny, he said not the real. same thing. He's, not yeah, he said the same thing with Dwayne Haskins. He said the same thing with Heineke and Ryan Fitzpatrick. It's, it's it's not a real thing. You feel me? Like it doesn't it doesn't exist because at some point you're going to have to give somebody more of the snaps and, and have them take that leadership role. So it, it's not a real thing. That's why I'm sitting back. Like there's no veteran on the open market that you can bring in that could compete with Sam Howell. Oh, that just doesn't make sense. And especially if you already pushing that narrative in the media about him being the guy with the opportunity, it's like, why would I sign here if I already feel like you're not even open to a competition? You're already giving this person the job. Essentially, yeah. you're just saying they they gotta fuck up in order in order for me not to to go with them. Like that's not a that's not a competition. It's fixed. So that's where yeah, that's why I'm like the the whole the whole narrative just doesn't make sense to me, man, because it's like if you went all out for quarterback last year with Carson Wentz because you felt so close. Now this year you were even closer to making the playoffs, even, you know, uh, amidst the the poor OC uh, play call and even you as a head coach, your decisions that you made. The, the quarterbacks that you had to utilize during the season, you were two games away from making the playoffs. You're telling me that you're not going to try to push forward for another quarterback. You're now going to, you're now going to revert and, and use a, a fifth round pick that only played one game to, to be that extra push and then say, <clears throat> we're going to build around him. I mean, the only thing you really would be building essentially would be an offensive line, but you have, you have the weapons (laughs) you you have the weapons that running back and wide receiver and even at tight end to possibly unleash so it's like you're gonna just not even know what you're getting from this quarterback well AJ what's
2: what's the path like for you now I'm not saying I disagree with what you're saying because you make you make good points but what's the realistic path that Ron and his team can take to get a guy that's a viable starter, like you know, he's starting over Sam Howard this season. Like, what's the well, path this season?
4: Well, I mean, right now we got Derek Carr that's a free agent. He can sign with his team <laughs> right now. Like, I know Maul don't want to hear it, but I don't think I don't think Derek Carr is bad. Like, if we if, let's let's compare Derek Carr to Carson Wentz, like it's night and day. Like, we're talking about Carson Wentz is a bottom tier quarterback in my eyes. I've said that from jump. I didn't expect it to be any different. Derek Carr legitimately could, could go in some people's top 10. And that's without having m- multiple wide receivers. Uh, that's without having a real offensive line. That's also without having a defense to support him in his his entire career. Like his entire NFL career, he hasn't had a defense to really back him up. He's kind of had to play somewhat of hero ball uh, in some cases. Um I mean, yeah, you got Devontae Adams this year, but prior to that, has he really had a number one prior? I mean, aside from Amari Cooper, yeah. Cooper. Uh, yeah. yeah. But but I mean, how long did that? How long did they even keep them together? Maybe two years, like him and uh, Crabtree together for two years. Like
3: but the, I, I mean,
4: that, the a, the AFC West is completely different than when those pairs were playing together too. Like it wasn't Mahomes out there; it wasn't a Justin Herbert completely different i think you put him in the mix with this team they definitely would be an ascending team um and then those pieces that you could add to the squad to make it better still would be offensive line uh def at cornerback but um i mean of course it's hard it's, it's hard to focus on like the aaron Rodgers and lamar jackson possible trades because those are things that you have to move capital for and they may not happen but there's a guy clearly on the open market I don't. I don't anticipate him going to the Saints. So his teams are pretty limited. Like it's either Washington, Tampa, Carolina, if they want to jump out there, or well, the Jets but, too. Right? I mean, they, they in a the
2: conversation yeah, for every Yeah, the, the, the Jets. Team. The Jets. Yeah,
4: the Jets could jump out there too. But it's yeah, the it's, Titans too. They about to cut that boy Tannehill. I, I, I can't Malik I, I, I don't see him going to to, to Hey, the Dre, team, You but. know I'm a fan.
3: I'm a fan. I'm a fan of Malik Willis, Brad, But I was dead ass wrong about him starting year one. Um, And I don't see that man starting in year two or maybe even year three. They need somebody right now.
4: (laughs) That's where I was last year. So it's like, but, but Washington also needs somebody right now, too. They can't be playing this game like you. You have players that you have coming up on contract extensions. You got big time decisions to make with Sweat Young, all that. You can't sit here and play around with your roster and that's what i feel like that's where the malpractice of ron Rivera is, is kicking in if he truly believes the same house shit. it's like dog you cannot jeopardize this team in this magnitude if you feel that way then go ahead and, and go to hawaii cali or north carolina and just kick back and relax and, and don't even take on this job
1: any further
3: i only got i got two routes bro. uh dre you asked for alternative routes and i, I want to be clear like sam Howell route is my number one route um but there's also another way it's not and that's the thing too um like i don't think it's just sam howe or veteran starting like unquestioned starter i don't think those are the routes that they 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 can go like there's there's even more avenues and i think the other avenue is going through the draft um you don't have to get a first round quarterback um, but if you did, uh, Anthony Richardson would be the one that you would have to, you would probably entertain given the position that you're in, um, being in Washington. Secondly, you don't have to go first round and you can go mid, mid round options, or maybe even second or third round or, 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 figure out like how to, how to get a quarterback in those early rounds, but not with your first pick, because that first pick is so essential. You can go cornerback or offensive line, however, which, which route you want to go. Um, but I think there's multiple avenues to kind of embrace this competition thing. Or if you want to upgrade and invest in a guy, getting that first round quarterback would be the route to go. And also AJ, by that point, you never know, uh, yeah, the, the new ownership may be in and it may influence, uh, the route that they go depending on how early they get in. Cause that draft is in April. Uh, the, the, the new ownership, uh, the, the, the update or whatever we, we may know may come to know may end up happening in March at some point. Um, So you never know which route they decide to go. But I think that going the veteran route, my ultimate thing is, and the reason why I say no to Derek Carr, despite how I feel about his his skill set, I'm not entertaining any mid-tier um, option that is like a product of somebody else's team. And, and I'm not entertaining any quarterback in free agency in terms of the unquestioned starter, unless you are that Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson, Geno Smith, Amani, I saw you. Um, I'm I'm in favor of entertaining G- uh, Geno Smith. Uh, like I, those are the ones. Why, why though? Of.
4: Like you're still gonna have to pay gino
3: But no, what I'm what I'm what I'm saying is what I'm saying is I I matter of fact, you know what's even you know what's even just to kind of I I love the way gino threw the ball this year, but I, I'm gonna just take a scale back. I'm gonna just say Aaron Rodgers and Lamar Jackson for my unquestioned QB ones. Those are the guys that I'm interested in paying if you have to go that route. But even still. Like, the, the amount of money that's going to be absorbed into acquiring those guys, the amount of uh, uh assets that's uh, going to be acquired or required to acquire those guys, I don't think that's even worth it in a position that you're in. Like, fully invest into the people that you have here, get that team right. And and I hate how that sounds because people have been saying that for years, but I literally mean, like, you got to figure out, like, who this quarterback is on your roster, whether it's the rookie or the, uh, the, the second-year player in Sam Howell that you get, but not a veteran. Because those guys, uh, that shelf life isn't going to last long here in Washington. Uh, is there? There is no elite traits from some of these guys, man. It's not. It's really not. It's just not worth it. It's eventually. It may work out for one year. It may work work out for two, but it's not. It's not going to withstand.
4: So, Mo, I, I guess question is, if if they go the how route and it doesn't work, then what's the plan next year? And do you really need an elite quarterback? Or do you just need an above average quarterback? But that's well, I mean the 10, plan is 10, I was
2: okay. gonna say I, I wanted to actually jump on that. A- actually, AJ, what you described is is kind of a good situation for Washington because you gotta that's think, you I'm know, if, if Ron is going the Sam Howell route this year and it fails, Ron is out. So you got a new coach coming in, and maybe you know whole new front office and everything, and they get to shape this offense into their image, and they get to get the quarterback they want. And if the Sam Howell experiment fails, I'm assuming this team's probably a five six win team, maybe. You're in position to draft a good quarterback next year in a better quarterback draft than this year's quarterback draft. So, I mean, hey, that's why I say it's, it's kind of a no lose situation as a fan right now, because if they go out and do good, they have a great season. Great. Sam Howell looks good. Hey, you identify the guy. Sam Howell doesn't look good. You fire Ron, you get the new coaches, new new GM, whatever. They go out and they find their guy and you're not um you're not handcuffing the next staff to a guy already on the roster, which has been the Achilles of Washington. Just about every regime change, every regime change, someone has had to come in and pretty much be, you know, hooked to a guy to date it and leech their wagon to. So this will be a complete different situation and actually a refreshing situation if it happens out that way. You described AJ.
3: Who's to say that Sam Howell doesn't work? Like, like Sam Howell could work, and Iran Ron still gets fired. Like that can that can that can also take place. Too. I mean, like, he's getting fired.
4: Can... He's getting fired regardless. Like I said, he could win the Super Bowl. He's still getting fired. Well, I, don't I, mean, that, I don't know about that.
3: I don't know about that. You man,
4: can
3: make you a don't... playoff game. You can make a man, playoff game.
4: Even if he make the playoffs, he's getting fired because that's not they got. They just they spent this money. They're not gonna keep him around no matter what happens.
3: And and, and just overall, like that. And that's kind of just all I'm saying. In in the sense of like the head coach spot and Sam Howe. Like Sam Howe can still be a good quarterback and it can still work from the standpoint of going to him and, and allowing him to develop and, and take his lumps um in there. But also the fact that the team ends up winning six or seven games and it's not good enough for the owner. Um, rightfully so. And he's still gonna clean house, or he's just gonna elevate Eric the um and allow him to do his thing. Whatever the whatever the route is, um, they there can still be a way where like Justin Herbert, like what? two it was two straight years where he didn't make a playoff appearance and he was still like he still had like they knew they had some dogs on offense they still just were not winning um and they had a they built they got some defensive players this year and they still were not that good um even though they made the playoffs this year but you get the point that's that's kind of where i'm at like there's there's so many different avenues that 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 can work out for washington um if they go the sam howell route and they still may not win it It still works out for washington or it still can't um we talked about Derek Carr. Uh, I think that's kind of one. Let me ask you, Dre, before I even move on from this. Are you are you cool with the Derek Carr idea? Because I know you were kind of uh, entertaining both AJ and my side. But but where are you at on this?
2: For me, I'm worried about the money because I'm looking at Derek Carr. I'm wondering what he's commanding. Um, I, I don't hate the quarterback. Um, I don't think he's a bad quarterback, but. Are you paying him Kirk Cousins' money? Because if you're paying him Kirk Cousins' money, I wonder where else you can start to upgrade the team in free agency because you, you, we got holes to fill. Like, I'm looking at the draft, and I'm just like, we have to go OL heavy and secondary heavy. Like, those are my two, you know, areas of – that I really want to upgrade this roster at. And um, I'm not sure how much you can do that through the draft, especially getting like quality starters, you know, year one. I mean, they had a good draft last year, but every draft is different year to year, but you still have to spend something in free agency. And we, we kind of saw how that burned us last year with Carson Wentz. You know, they had the Carson Wentz on the books for 28 million and they had to let go of Eric flowers. You know, you couldn't sign Brandon Scherf, even though, I felt like they were going to bring him back, regardless. But either way, you decimated your offensive of line because you couldn't pay anyone, and so you got to wonder if you sign a Derek Carr, does he take away from you still needing to upgrade those weak spots on a roster? And if you aren't able to upgrade those weak spots on a roster, you're kind of looking at a similar season as uh, last year, but except you're probably on the money for, or at least on the hook with Derek Carr for a couple of more years than you were with Carson Wentz. So that's where I met with Derek Carr. Um, I mean, I wouldn't hate the move, but I, I definitely wouldn't lean towards signing him. Um, I'm with you more so in that I'm going with the Sam Howell route, and it's not because I like Sam Howell or I'm a big Sam Howell fan. It's just, to me, just the most logical or rational thing for, you know, Ron Rivera going into his last year, or at least the year we think is going to be his nope. last.
3: It's his last goddamn year. <laughs> We're going to
2: say that right now.
3: Um, all right, so let's go ahead and transition to some other things, man. Uh, during Super Bowl week, yo, this was crazy, because I, I don't think I ever – so I, it's a two-parter. Yeah. Um, But uh, uh, Sean Payton acknowledged that there was a a couple owners or potential owners for for the commanders who, you know, reached out to him and kind of, you know, asked him, you know, if he he would be willing to take the job if they became owner. Um, First thing when I thought of that was like, that's very interesting. But secondly, like, damn, um, I wonder if these same owners or same potential owners end up taking over. And end up winning the bid for the commanders because what the hell is going to happen mid March, end of March, whenever whenever it actually officially happens, what the hell is going to happen? Um, I still lean that Washington, I mean, Ron is is safe for 2023. Um, I still believe that, uh, but I also can't account for two or at least one uh potential owner that can come in uh pretty soon and, and make some changes. Uh, and 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 one being. Matter of fact, I want to get y'all thoughts on that one right now, because I want to circle back to this thing that I heard today. That I was like, damn, this shit, this, this thing really makes sense. What did y'all think about like Sean Payton kind of like hinting to, to the fact that uh, or not even hinting, just flat out saying um, people asked if, if they would take if he would take the job.
2: Dre on mute. Sean Payton made things really awkward for Ron Rivera, just a case, like you said, whoever that owner, I think it's probably Josh Harris, I'm not sure. But if it's Josh Harris, he buys the team, let's say he wins the team. That's an awkward first meeting with Ron Rivera, because you know Ron Rivera knows, you know, that report about the whole Sean Payton thing. So you got to wonder where Ron want to stick around and work for him, or if the pressure would be too much, or if Josh Harris comes in and be like, man, look, I just don't want you as a coach, man. I'm, I'm coming in. <laughs> I'm firing you. But, I mean, yeah, I, I just thought Sean Payton made it really awkward. Uh, I'm not sure what his motivation was for saying that. I mean, he was, you know, flat out and blunt about it. But, um, yeah, that would be really awkward, man. I'm not even sure if, you know, that could work out. If that, under that scenario, that owner that, you know, wanted Sean Payton, I think it was a Rex Ryan combo as well, if he was to come in, you know, and win the team and he's Ron's boss in March. <laughs>
3: Oh my goodness, Rick Ryan! <laughs> hey, so listen. Um, yeah. So like, part of the second part to this was I heard on the radio today. Um, it was a theory. It wasn't like a report or a rumor. Uh, what if that same person who did that bidding to Sean Payton is also like somebody within the organization already, and like doing the the bidding? Like, hey, we're gonna go ahead and get Eric Bieniemy in here now, and I'm gonna elevate him when I take over. Uh. I thought and, and, and like when the idea of AJ talking about um possibly Greg Roman coming in, like Greg Roman may be his OC, the enemy the, the head coach, and and he get his new staff in here or something. I don't know. Like I it, it dawned on me that like it could it could possibly be the fact that um somebody's already like kind of pulling some strings in there. Uh not necessarily my words, but the, the fact that like that theory was produced, uh, it makes a it's kind of interesting to me. Like, damn, what if what if being me is the play to get to become the head coach in just a couple of weeks.
4: Yeah, I mean, I really didn't have a problem with Sean Payton's interview. Um, I think he just said couple of the the couple of the groups that are intending or have matter of fact, he said couple of the groups that have already submitted bids for the team asked me if I would take the job if they won. Like i submitted submit Okay. Yeah. So it's like, it's not just one ownership group or one owner it's multiple. That could be two. That could be three. That could be four. <laughs> like we, we have no clue, but they definitely don't rock with the fact that if they bought this team, Ron would be leading them. So there's a possibility that if everything plays out, how the timelines have been said from, you know, certain pundits within the league, they could possibly get rid of the, rid of Ron in March when it's fun, when it's finalized, or it could happen when the bid is accepted. They could have a conversation like, "Hey, we want to go in a different direction because they could see the vision differently." Like, I think we're okay with this Sam Howe process because it's Ron Rivera being the head coach, but if it was a new head coach in here nobody be okay with the sam howell process at all but because it is ron it's like hey just go for it you feel me but if you're spending six seven million or eight million whatever the case is you're like i'm not about to buy this franchise and then we start in the fifth round quarterback like how how can i start trying to make my money back how can i bring people back into these seats how can i sell merch how can I sell the idea that things are a bit different Sam, here? Sam How got a little brand name to him, bro. Nah, man, but but <laughs> they call him the, the, well the How Welly, the How Welly is, bro. I I don't <laughs> know what they call him. Maybe I said maybe I said million instead of billion. My bad. But yeah, it's like you you gotta you gotta put your stamp on this new project that you're taking on. Like we just seen it happen in the NBA. Uh, Mike uh, Matt Ishiba who uh, ended up becoming officially the owner of the Suns last week, uh, made that move at one in the morning while we sleep on the East Coast to acquire Kevin Durant. (laughs) You know, his first day on the job as not even the job, but the first day as the owner. Like, you got to make that splash. And I just feel like Ron is not not whoever the new ownership group's guy. And that's not somebody that – they see even working with? Like, what would be the point of uh, building a relationship with someone that you plan on getting rid of, anyways? Let, let me
3: ask you <laughs> one question. Um, and, and I guess this is it for me. Uh felt like why do you have to do something right now? Like, why, why right now, when the ownership is is the the foreseeable future and, and beyond that? Uh what what does right now in 2023? Uh, in in March or April or May, what does that right now mean when you have a long time to 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 plan your plan, uh, outline your steps and outline your plan and, and develop your plan? What does right now mean for for a new owner when when they have time?
4: I mean, yeah, you have time as an owner, but you also don't have time to win over this fan base when you also are going. But through the a fan re-brand. base been
3: bad for twenty twenty. Like we know, like the the fan Not, base been bad for. Down bad, down bad, not bad, down bad for, for over two decades. So
4: what's another what's another year? But the fan base is waiting for change. They're looking for some reason to have optimism. Like, there's no reason right now. Like, Ron Rivera has not had a winning season in his entire tenureship here. And now if you're trying to sell me the idea of this fifth-round quarterback that we as fans haven't even seen play for real, we've seen him in one game, 18 pass attempts. There's What What are you really selling me there? It's like, if I'm going to buy this team, I want to put my foot down and clean house. Like, I don't want any of Rama Bear's individuals that he's brought into the mix there. I, I want to bring in my own GM. I want to bring in somebody that really knows football in and out and start hiring the right people so that we can build out our entire staff, not just coaching, but player personnel, cap management, whatever the case is, so that we are prepared to go even further down the line, because as I stated, you got a lot of players that are coming up on new contracts. You got to make some of these decisions. You got to move. You got to move swiftly with, with certain things. Either you're going to trade this guy or you're going to keep him and try to retain him. You're going to franchise tag this guy, whatever the case, we got chase young. We got sweat. We got pain that that has no contract. Some people mentioned cam curl <laughs> You know, like you got to make decisions with other guys on the roster, whether to keep them, release them, uh, the Logan Thomas, the Curtis Samuels, uh, the Fullers, whatever. And it's like, why fake a relationship? You may not want to do it. I feel like in Denver, by the time that they ended up winning their bid official, well, not winning their bid, but by the time it became official with them as ownership, it was like close to training camp. You couldn't, you couldn't fire coach then. But I bet damn sure if they really had hands-on with the Nathaniel Hackett process, they would have fired fired him in March. They they wouldn't have waited until the season. Like, they would have wanted to pick their own guy. In this case, they didn't pick their own guy. That's why it was so easy for them to move on from him, especially when he's losing and it doesn't look good. Like, maybe they were all in on the Russell Wilson decision because he's been an elite quarterback in this league and it's not – hard to sell that uh and and sell the idea of russ who's a corporate guy but i mean when you bring up this point and we hear the things that sean payton says it it it, kind of makes you think like damn if this sale does possibly go through in march is ron really safe
3: well let's go ahead and make some predictions right quick uh dre i want to get your thoughts and then we'll we'll get up out of here with some predictions I'll, i'll ask the chat um now, a predictions on OC, enemy, Greg Roman, uh, other, uh, and, and where are y'all thoughts at with uh Ron Rivera? Do y'all think that Ron Rivera um is going to be around to see tw- the twenty twenty three season? Uh, Dre, matter of fact, we can just start with you, like your thoughts on this conversation. But obviously, uh, Ron Rivera being here for twenty twenty three, and um, what about uh the 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 OC?
2: Yeah, I was actually going to introduce an angle that no one is talking about with ownership. What if ownership comes in here and they don't like the coach-centric model? Like, that's not their model. Like, I want to create my own model when I get here. Or maybe I'm going to come in and I'm going to say, hey, to Ron and his staff, I'm not for coach-centric. I want things run through this type of landscape. Now, unless you all are going to kind of conform to this you know, I'll give you a year to get on board with this, or if you're not going to conform to this, then, Hey, I'm giving you a chance to step down. I mean, I think that's a realistic angle right there for an owner to come in and say that because that's a model that he didn't create, and that may not be something he envisions as a path to success. Maybe he wants, a, maybe he wants more of a, you know, a saying things, or maybe he has someone he trusts, you know, fully with personnel decisions and and everything as far as he's coming in with this guy. And this is a guy I want you all to listen to. I mean, or what if he comes in and he says, "Okay, I'll keep Raw for a year, but." Martin Mayhew and um, Marty Herney, they got to go, you know, and I'm bringing in my guy over top of you, Ron. I mean, these are complicated angles that can kind of come into play with new ownership. So that's why it's kind of hard to predict Ron right now you know, stand for the 2023, I think, you know, it's probably easier or it's easier to lean him, you know, being here and say, yeah, he will be here for sure. But that's an unknown. It's, it's a lot of unknown angles, but this ownership, that's why a lot of this stuff is kind of surprising to me that, you know, a guy like Eric B enemy is considering here and, you know, the conspiracy theory angle that you brought up earlier. You know, with people saying to someone in the organization may already be kind of, you know, bringing him in to, I guess, step in and be the head coach when new ownership comes in. I mean, who knows? But right now, I think it's safer to say that Ron will be back. But again, it's a lot of unknown variables right now with the ownership in play. But my prediction right now, I might be cheating a little bit with this prediction. <laughs> I might be cheating a little bit, but Eric being enemy offensive coordinator, run game coordinator. Is Greg Roman and thank you, AJ.
3: alright <laughs> uh, uh, I'm I'm gonna go uh I'm gonna say Ron Rivera. My prediction is Ron Rivera is here in 2023. Um, and I'm going to say that because I because Dre stole my thunder, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna just say be enemy. <laughs> be enemy is the OC. Uh that those are my predictions. Uh AJ, what about you?
4: Yeah, I mean, I think when it comes down to Ron in 2023 season, I I really don't know. Uh, It just boils down to if we know someone won a bid in the next week or two and it's going to be finalized by the NFL and their committee in in March, Um, I think Ron has to continue to do his job as it is. Uh, One factor that we haven't really focused too much on on our platform is this budget like I've never really heard of? Like a uh, ownership and a uh, head coach openly, well, not necessarily ownership coming out there and saying it, but speaking about a budget at the end of the year. I yeah, think I that's probably that's probably why we we may not be hearing a Derek Carr's name involved. So you know what? As of right now, whatever. Mm-hmm. But if that's if that's the case, the the budget. Is is pretty much crippling also Ron Rivera and what he possibly wants to do to improve this team at QB. So they have to go all in on a on a Sam Howe uh for the time being. But yeah, I I really don't know what's gonna happen. I, I hope what happens is that Ron is fired uh once this new ownership All group, right. Uh, the <laughs> Like I mean, just being I, like it'd be different I know, if, I know. if we had like a, a winning coach here. Or, or, or I felt like it was a winning culture that was trending in the right direction, I don't see none of that from Ron. So it was like I could I could give two dams about his his job. And I feel like Sean Payne felt the same way. That's why he was comfortable saying, like, hey, they already asked me, multiple groups have asked me if I would take the job. So they Man. already have said that they don't give two dams about you. And they were willing to even move capital, draft capital, and also pay this man close to twenty million a year to be the head coach. So what does that tell you? Like they don't, they don't like what they're seeing out of Ron Rivera. Like in their early stages of their bidding process, they don't like it. So if someone ends up winning this bid, and 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 proceeds forward, Ron may get fired. He may get canned in in March because do you want Ron and his group drafting? Do you want him? Uh, still hands-on with this product that you now are investing in. Um, So, yeah, I mean, that's just my point on that. And now going on to the coordinator situation, I expect a duel uh, duel of uh, Eric bien as officer coordinator and and, uh, Greg Roman as run game coordinator. I think Ron is trying to change some of his ways and realizing he needs to bring in a stronger staff of individuals uh, with credibility on the offensive side of the ball, especially, uh, and EB, not only can he call plays and and, and dial things up well, um, but, you know, adding that, that partnership in the run game, especially with Greg Roman, I think that that's a perfect marriage on the offensive side of the ball. He can kind of just be hands-free and, and just oversee it um, and, and hope that it turns out for the best, especially if they, can't financially pursue uh, a quarterback like a Derek Carr, Aaron Rodgers, or Lamar Jackson. Appreciate
3: everybody who checked in, man. Hulk, Monty, Corey, Amani, uh, Obetz, um, and obviously Mike just checked in, uh, and everybody else that's watching live, make sure you hit that like button, make sure that subscribe button. We definitely appreciate that. Hey, look, man, we got some guests on the way. Um, we got a couple guests on the way. Uh, I can't wait for I can't wait for these conversations. Uh and and, and we'll we we'll kind of cross that bridge when we get there, but we're gonna try to start getting them in next week. Uh and and maybe no, next week we're back at our regular time, uh Tuesday, 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, but yeah, uh make sure you hit the like button, make sure you hit the subscribe button. Dre AJ, man, y'all boys say, what y'all gonna do now to the, the the football. Well, you got wizards. I know Dre, did you stay up for the for the Wizards game
2: last night? I know you did. I, only time I watch the Wizards now is if I if I bet on them. If I bet on the Wizards, I oh, will watch them. <laughs> but oh, no, I don't watch the Wizards, man. Until hey, they man, change I ain't, something. Nah, I, ain't I remember the, the days man. you was you was getting all smack after this show. Like, hey, man, go watch that Wizards game. Uh, you know, yes, that that <laughs> was me. Now it's like, hey, oh, Wizards <laughs> playing tonight? Damn, I didn't even know.
3: <laughs> oh man, okay. Um, Look, man, y'all boys take care, dog. Enjoy the rest of y'all week. Hey uh, man, we got we,
4: we, we, we got a lot of football, dog. Like the way the way the schedule is now, and especially with this team, yes, it, it's not even gonna feel like football ain't really going on NFL wise. Cause yes. I mean, next week is the combine. i was about to say, yeah, the combine is this next month, week. yes. Always
2: in always <laughs> yeah. in the end of February. I yep. thought it was in oh damn. damn. The
4: combine yep. next week, you got free agency kind of right after that legal tampering and then with this yeah, ownership shit we got the ownership film. change coming in. Yeah, <laughs> the possible ownership stuff like yeah it, we got a busy we only got... Even, it's not even gonna feel like an off season for real
3: nah that's that's a fact bro. that is a fact um shit let's get into it then man hey y'all take it easy Dre AJ uh everybody in the chat y'all take it easy man we back next Tuesday 7pm shop peace damn set hut watch him throw
0: the ball we gonna pick it up you gon' let them hit the hole or you gon' cut it off. You gon' play through fourth and long or you gon' punt it off. Your defenders have you hit us, put your pads in. Don't be looking for the ref to throw no flags in. Keep the helmet on, keep the cleats tight. You
3: the type to wanna win by any means, right? You should look alive, this is trap or dive.